Welcome to the 10 Minute Gaming Podcast, the podcast where you can get the best short and sweet conversations about video games. I'm your host, Will Dowell, and joining me today is Clint Winters. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Now, today we're continuing our Metroid miniseries with Metroid Fusion. And so kind of jumping off, I'd like to, um, I know, especially with how long the Metroid series has been, what your experience is with Fusion. Okay, yeah. So this is actually um, at least a little interesting, I think. we. Um, uh, I saw the Metroid Dread trailer, and uh, I was super excited for it. It, it looked like it was um, exactly the kind of like game I wanted to play. And uh, I realized that I had only ever beaten Super, Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo. And I was like, that's probably enough to go in. But also, I've got several months, and I'm really excited. So I'm going to play through the whole series. So I played through um, through uh, Super Metroid again, Fusion, uh, Samus Returns, and Zero Mission uh, all together. I had dipped into the NES and Game Boy games, but uh, they are a little, little old and a little hard to complete nowadays. But yeah, uh, so it's kind of a... Um, it was kind of a whole series re, uh, like replay or playthrough for the first time, and I uh, really, uh, really enjoyed the whole series, frankly. Nice. And so when you jumped into Metroid Fusion, since your previous experience was Super Metroid, how was that kind of change in linearity as Super Metroid is pretty open and relatively hands-off, while Metroid Fusion is very much hands-on almost constantly? Yeah, so I struggle with that a lot at the start. Um, I have, uh, you know, I've come around on it after beating the game. I think that uh, really the linearity of Metroid Fusion is all in service of like a, of a tone. Like Metroid Fusion is really a mood piece uh, more than it is like an, a story or an action game. Like it's very, uh, you know, dark. It's very uh, brooding. And it really, uh, it really wants you to feel that. And I think that, the designers maybe felt that you needed to kind of have more, uh, they needed to have a little more control over what you were doing to kind of nail that, uh, that feeling. And I think it, for the most part, it does a really good job. Um, uh, you know, the stuff, uh, the chase scenes of the SAX are, are legitimately terrifying. And, um, you know, the atmosphere and how the games like how the game builds really does, uh, really does like work. It's just, it's a little, it can be a little stifling at times, you know, you, you're, it's a Metroid game. You want to move around, you want to go explore. And the game kind of tells, you, no, it kind of slaps your hand a little bit when you try. And it, um, it, it can be frustrating, but I think it's, uh, I think it's in service of like a good thing, which is the tone. It also definitely has a very focused folk or a very intentional pace as you can. Yes. Yes especially when it's trying to amp up the pressure, it uses that linearity to push you forward immediately into the next thing, almost chaotically. Um, and then also in the side of the linearity is this greater emphasis on the story. So I was curious of kind of your either impressions, especially with, say, introducing... Adam or the bit or this more critical look at the uh, Space Federation. Yeah, the 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 sort of uh, focus on uh, the Federation and the role of the Federation in the plot is, uh, I think it's really interesting. I think it 
maybe is not as ex- executed as well as it could be. Um, you know, I think the idea of the the Federation constantly looking for um, ways to to have more weapons, which I don't really want to get into much spoilers uh, of the plot. Um, the Federation really has a, a big role and uh, it really keeps uh, Samus in the dark uh, a lot. And, uh, you know, your main contact to it is, uh, is Adam and um, the AI, which is like sort of your your, your guide throughout the, the role. And like Adam, I hate Adam, but also I think that that's, that that's good. I think that I'm supposed to hate Adam. I think that, you know, Samus hates Adam and, you know, having uh, this sort of camaraderie with Samus because this, this AI is like telling me what to do constantly and kind of bucking against that, I think is very intentional. I think it's handled very well. Um, so yeah, uh, I think the, I think the sort of plot uh, and the way it uses, uh, you know, kind of forcing the player into the linearity is like really interesting and like a really cool example of making the player feel like the character they're playing. Yeah, that realization that the Space Federation is kind of just kind of just screwing with Samus and throwing her on these goose chases is gets really hammered home by restricting your ability to explore beyond said goose chase. Yes, and I think there's like uh this is around the time. No, this is several years before uh, Other M. But you can you can sort of see the like the seeds of Other M kind of planted here, um, with like the Federation doling out weapon upgrades whenever they deem it's appropriate instead of you finding them naturally. Um, and then you know all the stuff with Adam is is very like uh, for it's not foreshadowing Other M, but like Other M really plays off a lot of that. Um, and that's, you know, I think I've heard one time someone, uh, a friend of mine was saying that they the Federation is like their least favorite part of the Metroid series because they're, they're kind of confused. And I think that's true. Uh, I think that they're kind of the weakest part, but also like, uh, there's also a lot of interesting stuff there. It seems like it's some more jabs against imperialism, especially with this, um, emphasis on control and this build the building of the weapons that they actively sought to eradicate in previous titles i think that's i think that's interesting um and that for a while the the federation has not been shown as all too upstanding or moral ever since like the second game sent, you know, sending him on an ex Samus on an extermination mission. Yes. Yes. And I, and one of my favorite things uh, about fusion is actually how it, how it directly deals with sort of the, the consequences of your actions in Metroid two, because um, you know, for a long time, Metroid two kind of felt like a little side diversion, like a, um, you know, it's on a game boy. It's, it's a side story that, the Super Metroid almost ignores entirely. Um, not actually, no, never mind. Super Metroid does not ignore it entirely. The baby Metroid is there, but um, like the the fact that she goes and kills uh, every Metroid on this planet, like basically disrupting the entire ecosystem, is a really interesting consequence and really bringing that back to um, to be uh, the focus of an entire game is uh, is really cool, and it and it speaks to sort of the like. 
I don't know. The the Federation is not a good uh, is not a good uh, entity, and I think that Fusion really hammers that home. Yeah, there's a sense of short sightedness uh, in a lot of it. I mean, you have the um, environmental catastrophes that come from dis- from exterminating the Metroids in Metroid Two. You have this. Um, almost shock of being raided in Super Metroid what and the when the uh they have the baby Metroid in their care, that type of surprise of oh the pirates are still gonna, you know, raid this only last living weapon. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. So there's this sense of um short sightedness and lack of forethought that really kind of hammers home how messed up the Federation is and how Samus is just kind of thrust into it. Um, Now, we are starting to run low on time, and this is something I'd like to do, ideally with almost every episode, is to end the discussion with what are three words you would use to describe Metroid Fusion? Okay, I got them. Uh, the three words to describe Metroid Fusion are uh, tense, thoughtful, and terrifying. Fantastic. Now, as we wrap up this episode, where can listeners follow you or your work? Uh, I'm on Twitter as PermafrostSSB, and I'm on Twitch as the same name. Fantastic. Now, this has been the 10-Minute Gaming Podcast. If you want more short and sweet content, check out the 100-Word Gaming website or follow us on Twitter at 100 Word Game. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more episodes. Mm-hmm.